If there's anyone who knows that adopting children is expensive, it's Chelsea Haley. She's a teacher in Louisiana. And a few years back, one of her students made a very strange request. Can I please live with you? He had lost his parents. He had no family, nowhere to go. Chelsea said yes and used up all her savings. Credit cards and court fees left her 50000 in debt. But she adopted Jerome and his little brother, Jace. Being their mom is the greatest blessing in the world, she said, and it was worth any amount to make sure they were taken care of. A few years later, she's debt-free, happily married, and Jerome is playing football in college. It's a heartwarming story of opening your home. Christians know this firsthand. Christ speaking, I'm preparing a place for you. The cost? The very life of our Lord. He gave us the world, all at his own expense. What love. Welcome to Haven Today. Here on Monday, I'm Charles Morris sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And we're starting a new series this week called Thy Kingdom Come. One of the things I miss about having my children still at home especially when they were young, is the anticipation. Christmas time brought with it the excitement. Is it here yet? Is it Christmas yet? They asked every morning, and every morning Janet and I would say, no, not yet, but it's coming soon. And in many ways, that's what the kingdom of God is like. It has come. It is here. But it's also coming. And Genesis through Revelation teaches this already but not yet truth and our anticipation for Christ's return. Well, today we're joined by a good friend of mine, Tyler Van Haltren. You might recognize his name from the Little Pilgrim's Big Journey books that we've offered on the program in the past. Well, Tyler is back with me, and he has an epic storybook Bible called The Kingdom of God to help kids as well as the adults in their lives understand what the kingdom is all about. What I wanted to do was to unpack this this theme, this idea of the kingdom of God in a seamless way from Genesis to Revelation so that people could see and children could see the big story of the Bible. Stay with me. You're going to enjoy this conversation about the kingdom of God with Tyler Van Haltren. And then after the program, I want to share the special two-volume set of the kingdom of God. These new hardbacks have captivating illustrations. They're bound in cloth with gold foil lettering, coming in a beautiful slipcase to keep each book safe inside. Tyler's done a masterful job in writing and producing these stories that come out of both the Old and New Testaments and will point you and the children in your life to Jesus. Come visit our website after the program. Take a look at the sample pages of this two-volume set. Make your gift and we'll send it to you and get it to you before Christmas. Haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. Make your minimum gift when you go there. And also, think about using this to send to others, especially kids in your life, as a present this Christmas. There is also a free bonus of the digital download of the audiobook when you get this from Haven Today. Call us after the program, 800-65-HAVEN. 865 Haven. This is a wonderful gift to give this Christmas to people in your life. And speaking of Christmas, I know it's a little early, but let's hear a carol of the season. Phil Wickham and the First Noel 
firstborn is the king of Israel. The first Noel, the angels did say, was to certain poor shepherds in fields as they lay, in fields where is Haven today, and we want to invite back again with us today an old friend. He's actually a friend of mine for about three years now, but we were together in England about this time last year. Uh, Tyler Van Haltren, who wrote uh, in a modern way, Pilgrim's Progress, but he's got something new. Tyler, welcome back to Haven today. Hey, Charles. Great to be back on. Always a joy to, to be on the program. It is a joy to be with you. You've got a new project, and it's called The Kingdom of God. It says on the cover, Bible Storybook. I'm holding it right now. You actually have two books out. One is The Kingdom of God New Testament, and then you've got a larger Kingdom of God Old Testament. Tyler, let's just kick this off. Why in the world did you think we needed another Bible story book? There are so many Bible story books out there. And this was a question actually my wife asked me when I first had the idea. She said, why, why would you launch another Bible story book? Uh, you've had these little pilgrim books. People have loved those. Why not keep going in, in that direction? And really what I wanted to do was to unpack this this theme, this idea of the kingdom of God in a seamless way from Genesis to Revelation so that people could see and children could see the big story of the Bible. And some other storybooks have done that in a great way, showing how the Old Testament connects to the New Testament. But I wanted to do it in a more um, specific way, a way that's faithful to Scripture, that focuses on how various stories point to the Messiah, to the promised Savior who would come, to this promised King, and ultimately how that ties all the way through to Revelation when Jesus returns and reigns in victory. Did that register then, is this part of your thinking, to name it the kingdom of God. Yes. Explain that to me. Yeah, really, I believe the kingdom of God is the central theme of Scripture, that it is the gospel, if I could say that, the, the good news that Jesus is announcing. 
is the kingdom of God. As he says, his first words in the book of Mark, I believe, are repent for the kingdom of God is near. And that became the central theme of his teaching, even through the gospels. It says, I have come for this very purpose to proclaim the kingdom of God. Mm. So let's unpack that a little more, Tyler. Kingdom of God, pointing to the Messiah, Old and New Testament. Do you mind defining that just a little bit more for us? Yeah, that was really the main hope for the book. And the way I I summarized it, I wanted it to be crystal clear for families. So I summarized it as God's presence with God's people and God's place through God's promises. Because sometimes we hear the idea of the kingdom of God, but it it's hard to understand. Uh, Jesus doesn't necessarily unpack that. He he assumed his Jewish audience would know that from the Old Testament, that there was an expectation. A king would come. He would set up God's reign on earth, and he would establish his reign from, from sea to sea. He would bring this, this, reign, uh, this era of bliss, where everyone would be following God's law and would be obeying the king, this promised king who would come. And so when Jesus comes and says, I am that king, it's a very radical statement and one that, of course, made the, the Pharisees very angry. So this idea of God's presence, as his presence was in Eden, so it will be in the new earth with God's people, just as he, he was with Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, so he will be in the new heavens and new earth. And in God's place, not just a garden, not just one place, but the whole earth filled with the glory of the Lord. And through God's promises, this idea of God's covenants that lead the whole story along really were hopeless without those covenants because uh, people are royal failures, you could say, at following God's ways. He's made these covenants, these promises to bring his kingdom, to bring this promised king who would fulfill his covenants so that we could live forever in his eternal kingdom. Now, how does that relate to us today? I can think about we've had war in the Middle East break out this fall. We've still got a war in Ukraine. But each of us have those inside things that are vying for our attention, those things that can lead us astray, even if we are followers of Jesus already. And, of course, the impact of our children. How, 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 how do we need this today? Uh, grown-ups, not just kids, that we would be sharing your Old and New Testament books with. Yeah, I think we need it more than anything to know there is a king on a throne in heaven who reigns, who's guiding history by his providence, sovereignly. He's bringing all these things. Uh, and the joy is we have as Christians is to know the end of the story. We see the mess unfolding before us. Uh, we see many things uh, in terms of wars, uh, cultural wars even that we're in, uh, in the schools. And it's all a mess. And really, I think many ways that's showing us, here's the failure of human reign on the world. Here, here's what the reign of, of sin and death looks like. But there's a king who is going to bring a reign of, of life and goodness. And so anticipating, longing for that, living as citizens of God's kingdom while we live in this broken uh, world can change everything for us. Tyler, we don't always get into your personal side of life. Uh, that's not something you talk about, brag about, or anything. But let me get you to talk about it. Um you went to university, you're from Canada, you're outside Toronto, uh, but God called you to be a missionary in Cambodia. Kind of walk us through that story a little bit. So we spent uh, three years in Cambodia as, as missionaries with the goal of teaching at a Bible school. 
And what's fun is the Cambodia is actually called the kingdom of Cambodia. So while I was starting mm. this book, the kingdom of God, we were living in the kingdom of Cambodia and that's printed mm. on all their, on their documents. So there's that real, very real sense. And while I was starting this, writing this storybook Bible, I was also teaching at a Bible college there. And so it was fun to actually use some of the material for the students there who haven't, many of them haven't grown up in a Christian home, haven't had uh, the same level of Sunday school or Bible teaching that we've had. And so to be able to unpack this idea of the kingdom of God in the kingdom of Cambodia, which if you know the history of Cambodia, it's a history of very much uh, suffering and difficulty. So to be able to present this idea that there is a God who who reigns over all of this and who is directing all of this towards a greater purpose was was a real uh, privilege. Hmm. And here you were teaching at a Bible college after you'd gone to seminary uh, in the United States, after your university days. God had other plans for you, didn't he? He did. What happened? We found about a year into my time in Cambodia, I started to get strange symptoms of uh, some numbness in my hands, numbness in my face. And at first, I just hoped it would go away, and then it didn't. So we kept trying to find answers, uh, talking to a couple doctors there, not not too proactively, just hoping it would, if I balance life out, maybe assuming because the intensity of life there, uh, that that might be the the leading factor. But over time, it got uh, so bad that I was spending you know probably half the week in, in bed at different seasons, and so we ended up making the very difficult call to come back to Canada to serve uh, by God's grace as my health was deteriorating. Uh, the publishing company, uh, Lithos Kids, that I started uh, three years ago was flourishing. And so it seemed like a, in his providence as the king over my life and all these details that it was the time to, to make that switch. And as we came home and saw some other doctors, we found out that uh, I have multiple sclerosis. And so we've been processing that lately. And that's that's just this past year that you've had the MS diagnosis. And our our listeners may be wondering, well, how old is this guy? You know, is he 80 or something? But you're in your early 30s, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. You've got a young family. How many kids do you have now? Four now. And you've got a wonderful wife, I might add, too. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Well, little do we expect, especially when we're young, especially in that third decade of our life, do you ever find yourself asking, Lord, why are you letting this happen to me now and not when I'm 50 or 60 or 70 mm-hmm. years old after I've had this productive life already and taught in a Bible college for a few decades, been a missionary? That's what I thought you were calling me. What are you, what are you saying to God? What do you, what do you talk to God about? Yeah, it's definitely a, a difficult journey in some ways, and yet a journey that's good to be with the King of Kings on. Uh, and John Bunyan's stories have inspired me in many ways. The Hill of Difficulty and the Pilgrim's Progress is a very helpful analogy that we're kind of on this upward battle towards uh, the kingdom. But really, MS can be, it's very, uh, it can lead to becoming debilitated. It's unpredictable in some ways. You can wake up with different issues that you didn't have the the day or the month before. And so all of that can be a little unnerving. And as uh, as I watched the early kind of some videos on YouTube, trying to make sense of all of it, people are really, it's, it's a very depressing kind of uh, diagnosis because there's no surefire cure mm-hmm. and uh, the medications, they're, they're improving, but still not where they could be. But in that all, I've had a, 
a true sense of peace, which has been, I, I should know as a Christian that that would come, but you assume you might react as the world does to a diagnosis. And and there are different difficulties and people have different dispositions. But But for myself, the greatest comfort really has been knowing my life is in the hands of a good and wise king who's guiding all these details. This isn't random. That essentially has been the greatest comfort to know God has a purpose in this illness. And this isn't just a random diagnosis that's going to ruin my life. Uh, I've said to some, it's it's not the end of the world because I know there's a new world to come. Mm. And, mm-hmm. uh, this, this body is failing me, but there's a new body uh, that awaits me. And there's a good king who will welcome me in um, with the words, well done, good and faithful servant. Well, and for our listeners, since we're on the radio or we're on a podcast, Tyler looks every bit of his early 30s, and he's one, and you wouldn't think at all he had a diagnosis of MS when you met him and you spent time with him. But do you feel like the diagnosis of MS has drawn you closer to your Lord Jesus rather than brought you farther apart from him? Yes. Yeah. That's uh, been the the sweet thing. I think Adoniram Judson had a quote that he said to his wife, which was, uh, drink the cup. It is bitter, but the bottom is sweet. And I found that to be true, that as we go through these trials, they, they feel bitter, but there's a greater glory that awaits. As as Jesus, when he spoke of Lazarus, he, he wept, and yet he knew that Lazarus' death would be for the glory of God. And so the same as, as Christians, we've, we find the bitter must come before the sweet. Tyler, we're going to make available to people here in time for Christmas, uh, for grown-ups, not just kids, the Kingdom of God, Bible storybook, Old Testament and New Testament. We have just the New Testament. That's 15 stories. Uh, would you mind leading us in prayer right now? Yes, I'd be happy to. Uh, Father in heaven, may your name be glorified. May your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, we, each of us, we long to serve you. We long for your kingdom to come in our lives, uh, in our churches. We long for the day that you will reign over all things. Lord, we look around. We see the reign of sin and death in this world. We see the destruction that brings to countries, nations, to people, to lives. And we long, Lord, come come soon Hmm. lord Hmm. jesus set up your reign on earth we long to be part of your kingdom and we can't wait for that day when we will see you face to face and we'll know that all this suffering though it seemed heavy though it seemed difficult at this moment was was light in view of your glory in jesus name amen amen tyler van haltren my brother in christ thank you for being with me on higa today thank you charles held the oceans in his hand who has numbered every grain of sand kings and nations tremble at his voice all creation rises to
today in a program called Thy Kingdom Come, and that was Sovereign Grace with Behold Our God. And I'm grateful for the time that we were able to spend with Tyler Van Haltren coming to his from his home outside Toronto, Ontario. I've had a lot of conversations with him. We've traveled together to England, and I know his heart to help children know Jesus. He realizes this time of year presents a great challenge for parents and grandparents With all the distractions and trappings of Christmas, how can we teach our children about the true heart of Christmas? From songs and TV shows about Rudolph and Santa, not to mention all the toy commercials, it can be a little hard for kids to see how the holiday they love is about so much more. It's all about Jesus. Well, that's why I'm so thankful Tyler has written and developed and printed the Kingdom of God Bible Storybooks. As a father of four, he has a heart to help kids understand the big picture of the Bible and to help them fall in love with Jesus Christ. From the Old into the New Testaments, the Kingdom of God storybooks are faithful to Scripture. They're Christ-centered, easy to understand. 
There are also summary pages with questions that will help you start great conversations with others. Plus, the vivid illustrations are something both kids and adults will enjoy seeing. Well, I want to send you this two-volume set for your minimum gift to Haven today. Both books come with cloth hardcovers, gold foil stamping, plus a a high-end slipcase for the books to keep them safe. And as a bonus, we're including a free digital audio download of the storybooks, perfect for listening alongside the book or maybe while you're driving somewhere or when the kids are going to bed. This set will last for years. More importantly, the truths it contains are eternal. Kingdom of God, Volumes 1 and 2, a perfect Christmas gift. And maybe you'd like to get more than one set to give away to others, but keep one and have it for yourself as well. Come to our website. Take a look at the samples we have from the book. Our website is haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. Or call us right now and make your gift and ask for the set, The Kingdom of God. Our number is 865-HAVEN, 865-HAVEN. And if you just want the New Testament version of the kingdom of God, we have that for your gifts as well. And finally, we still have the Johnny Cash documentary about his conversion to Christ late in life. Make a gift, get one for yourself, make another gift, send it to somebody else for Christmas. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when again together... We'll share the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. It's Monday before my Thanksgiving. You know what that means. Crossing your T's, dotting your I's. Have your loved ones received an invitation? Do you know what'll be on the menu? What about the turkey? How long does it take to defrost? Your brain might be going in a hundred different directions. I've been there. God's Word has something to say in the midst of a chaotic week. Psalm 46 paints quite a picture. Mountains falling into the heart of the sea. The waters shaking violently. Kingdoms falling apart. But in the midst of it all, God speaks to His people and says, Be still. Know that I am God. Are you overwhelmed? Take a moment. Be still and know He is God. Get daily encouragement from God's Word from Anchor Devotional. Try it out at getanchor.com.